Hello. Happy November. Ugh. How? How is that possible? It sounds so crazy to even wrap my head around that it's November. What have you been up to? Um, I've done a few things. I've gone a few places and I'm excited to tell you all about that in a bit. Um, I've been loving uh, this new Netflix show with Paul Rudd. Uh, let me know if you've watched it. It's called Living With Yourself. And it's so interesting and funny. And it's Paul Rudd. So, you know, it's going to be great. And if it would be a little bit darker, it could totally be a whole episode on Black Mirror. It's bananas. Um, I also saw the Joker movie, which I really, really enjoyed. And yeah, I've just been doing a lot of self-reflection as always and I've just been really trying to live in the space of gratitude all of the time and I just wanted to share some things that I've been loving tell me what you've been up to what you are loving Halloween was a great time shout out to Casey thanks for the party um it was super low-key we watched a movie and just hung out and it was beautiful just everything has been so lovely and I'm just so thankful for all of the new and old friends I've met in October and November shit we're in it (laughs) um Earlier in October, I had the pleasure of attending the Imperfect Boss Camp. And if you don't know, where have you been? But I've been obsessed with their platform and message ever since I found it. And it's around imperfection being normal and the real importance of self-care. When I saw this, I knew I had found my people. And it's funny because even before going out there, We had our intro email to our bunkmates and um, different information to get us jazzed for the event. And so naturally, I cyberstalked everyone (laughs) and all of the ladies looked badass and beautiful. And I was crazy to admit, but I was instantly intimidated and they just looked so secure and confident in their own skins and stories and I had believed this thought deep into my bones even up until I got there and it was that um, I am not the type of girl to have girlfriends which is also crazy because I do have girlfriends <laughs> even now so I don't know why I just latched on to that old story of my past but excuse me (sighs) yeah it's just it was so interesting like after camp and like seeing and reflecting on the experience I was just so upfront so scared and my anxiety started brewing (laughs) within me about what these days were going to be like and when I got there I had an instant heart to heart with another woman and I just knew that it was going to be an amazing experience and all of that stuff I had kind of melted it was still there but it was slowly melting away and it was great I've always believed that I'm not the type of girl that has girlfriends probably (laughs) probably because I was just so great at my resting bitch face. And I talk more about that in the friendship episode. So go listen to that too. But I was just 
noticing that a lot of the women I was meeting built up walls and they were too intimidating and it wasn't, I didn't feel welcoming. And then I realized that I was putting up those walls and those assumptions around people. And so camp was such a liberating experience. And at first, my anxiety kept creeping up and telling me this old belief, KDC doesn't have girlfriends, right? And when you're surrounded by 88 other amazing women for three days, you don't really have a choice but to make friends in that situation and it's wasn't until I started talking to people and opening up myself that I started to realize that we all felt unseen at one point in our lives and we were afraid to live out the truest versions of ourselves and camp was a place where we could all just be and yeah it was beautiful (laughs) I don't even know it was and online it looks like Everybody has their shit together most of the time, right? But those squares on IG and those tweets and Facebook updates don't make us human. It's all of the shit that happens in between. And social anxiety can be a real thing. And I've grown to look at it as an extreme fear of judgment from others. And this is where I was coming from when I first got to camp. And I had an anxiety attack during the dance section (laughs) during one of the days. And this dance thing was just for fun. And it was just us. And even amongst safe people in a safe space, my anxiety still happened. And at first, I had the first part. I was good. Three steps. Awesome. (laughs) I had it down. It felt weird, but it felt good. And then she added more and then more, and I couldn't keep up. I didn't get it. My body wouldn't move the way my brain was telling it to, and I felt frozen. I wanted to run the fuck out of there. I wanted to leave, but all those smiling faces kept me there. And to be honest, I'm stubborn stubborn as all hell, and I just wanted to try so that I could say that I did. And I remembered a conversation I had with my partner before I had left. And I told him that I was anxious. And his response was simply, you signed up for this. <laughs> and duh, yes, he was completely right. <laughs> I flew across Canada and put myself in this situation. And I didn't want to come home and mope and think of all of the moments that I chose to isolate myself. Because I knew that that anxiety would have been so much worse than the anxiety of being there in that space and I had signed up for this and yeah he was right I'm an introvert at heart and even though I am very welcoming it's that initial it's that initial contact and walking up to someone to say hello I have the hardest time with and even more as an introvert just thinking of how much energy that goes into (laughs) reaching out and making those types of connections like I already feel exhausted but I again chose to be there I wanted to be there so that meant trying so 
I brought my anti-bitch toolbox (laughs) with me and remembered that this is what I signed up for and my anxiety couldn't lie to me because I knew I wanted to be there. So things that helped me, um, my toolbox (laughs) included, um, I was asked to be the airport greeter and I was so nervous, but at the same time, it helped me give a reason to talk to people. I could set a welcoming tone for everyone flying in and I knew that, yes, (laughs) of course I wanted to do that. And uh, I wanted to make sure that I didn't bring a lot of things to camp. So I relied on a carry-on and a backpack only. And so I chose my outfits on purpose. Obviously, I wanted to be comfortable and I couldn't wear summer wear, right, during Canadian fall. But just like I teach kids to look for people that are wearing their favorite color or has something fun on their t-shirt and then go talk to that person, that's how I dressed. (laughs) That's what I thought of when I was picking out my outfits for camp. I picked out um, talking pieces. Like I wore my can Canadian made shirt that says polite AF on it. I wore my favorite sweater and my go-to hat, right? And not, those are the things that make me feel confident and approachable. And so that's what I brought with me. And I would also try to give out genuine compliments to other people as an icebreaker, whether it was, I really love your outfit. (laughs) I was listening to something you were saying at lunchtime and I thought it was really loving and kind and funny and, or just anything because I'm such an observer of people. And so sometimes in a big crowd, I can't always turn it on right away. And so I would just observe and then (laughs) go and tell them like one-on-one how much I appreciated them as a human, right? And that just feels really good to tell people um, how you feel about them. (laughs) I remember going to one of my mentor's homes to take their family portraits and I just broke down and was telling her how in love with her I was in a sense that she just really helped me in my life and she helps me look at play in such an important way that molded me as a human and I was just so thankful for that interaction and it sounds it was just so love it just yes I was just filled with so much love that I wanted to share that with all of them and that helped redirect my anxiety because I just wanted to come from a place of love. There are times for sure that I get real stuck in my anxious thoughts and it is definitely for me catastrophizing. I'm always thinking of worst case scenario like no one at camp is gonna like me and I'm gonna have to go home early. I'm never gonna be able to show my face again um, or I'm gonna lose my job and end up being homeless. No one's gonna hire me as a coach. Another thing that keeps me stuck in anxious thoughts is self-blame. So thinking that everything is always my fault or irrational worries 
usually around other people's expectations or things I don't even have control over or I'll replay events that caused a feeling and this is where before when I couldn't sleep at night I would just stay awake replaying all of the same shit of a horrible conversation I had or over something I should have done and (laughs) right it like affects your body and everything when you have anxiety it's crazy or I would also think that they are better than me right that comparison and they won't want to be friends with me right because they're better than me and that was such a camp was such a revelation around that because no one was better than anyone we were all on such the same field in a way that everyone was just so accepting and no matter where you were in life everyone was just so ready to be there for you and so anxiety starts in our brains right and it moves through our bodies so thinking about the past always will lead us to regret and anxiety anxiety about the future is worrying about the what ifs right? All of it's just worry. And even though it feels like you don't have control, you can choose again. You can show up. You can give acceptance and love and then be open to receiving it. And I think that was my biggest lesson from camp was I had mastered kindness to myself, but kindness from others is a new thing for me. And it feels, as the kids would say, (laughs) cringeworthy. (laughs) It just gives me all of those itchy scratchy feelings right because I don't know just around that self-acceptance sometimes it's hard to hear it from other people and that last night at camp included a dance party and everyone was having so much fun and broke out into the dance that we had learned earlier that day well the dance everyone else learned during my panic attack that day but I did my version I fucking participated and if you know me that itself is a real big deal I laughed through it and we high-fived and I made eye contact with this beautiful human that pulled me out of my anxiety attack earlier that morning and it was such a cool moment because she high-fived me and recognized that I showed up and I knew that I had showed up for myself and it was just nice to see someone else recognize that and so it feels good to have an army by your side so community is an important feeling to be a part of something so I want to know where you find your safe spaces who are your safe people ask your kids this question I'm just finishing up a book from the library right now called belong um, and it's beautiful and if you're looking for ways to find your crew I highly recommend this book I use this mantra when I notice anxiety in my body and it's simply that your anxiety is often lying to you. I thought I couldn't have girlfriends and shit, I know that is a lie. I've had anxiety over keeping up and showing up but then I remember my why and it's about building connection so then I did the things. (laughs) Don't talk yourself out of things that you actually want to do. So What's something you're not giving yourself? I want to know. Leave me a comment. Go hit up the blog. Let's start talking about this. Let me know how I can help you.
I hope you have a great week. To all my to all of the other imperfect boss babes, I just want to let you know that I love you all and I see you and I'm just so excited for what the community will do together. And yeah. Everybody have a loving, loving week. Talk to you soon.